we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular urban radio show in America. Live from the Black Mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. So I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just gonna get you in trouble. Everybody, wake up. Yo 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 Charlemagne the guy Peace to the planet is Tuesday we have our special guest host with us this morning, Lauren LaRosa. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Lauren. How y'all feeling this morning? Bless black and highly favored, man. Lauren? Retweet. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. Retweet. <laughs> <laughs> Retweet. Happy Tuesday, Happy man. Tuesday. Today is a great day. That's right. It is. It wasn't raining that bad this morning. No, but it is uh, 
It is cold. Now, mind you, we're broadcasting live from the Black Mothership in the tri-state area. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is New York, New Jersey. So I'm sure Houston and Florida and South Carolina can't relate. But fall is here. Yeah, mm -hmm. fall is definitely here. Fall is here, y'all. It's supposed yeah. to rain all day today. The weather's been nasty the last couple of days in the tri-state area, which is New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Uh, so it's going to be more rain today. And I'm realizing that I think my wife and my daughter, my oldest daughter, are colorblind. Oh, Yesterday, wow. um, it's not the first time it's happened. Why, did they think you're black? No, I am black. <laughs> Why? Um, but every time, uh, I, I'm not going to say every time, but a lot of the times, I think my daughter doesn't know eight miles to empty mean the car might really be empty. Don't do that. She didn't see the yellow light on. It's not that. It's Okay, that okay, is. A, you're one I of feel those. like as a woman. You're one of those. You're one of those. It's not that we don't see it. It's just such a hassle. Well, y'all live it like, well, you can get your gas pump for you in Jersey. Yeah, Jersey, they mm -hmm. pump the gas. So but I'll tell you right now, one thing I'm going to do is pray all the way to where I'm going. Yeah, well, that's what my daughter did yesterday, and she ain't get there. And I be thinking, I got AAA. See, she my mom got me AAA for that reason she called me yesterday and, and i sent her the voicemail because i was on the other line and then she responded call me now so i you know i'm, I'm nervous now I hang bang up the phone where you at uh dad it, it now she says this is how she starts the conversation it said eight miles to empty dad it said eight <laughs> miles to empty and home is four miles i'm like word so you want to gamble why would you go home well, she, the gas station? well i guess she was on her way home it was like i'll figure it out later but now we know you're eight miles. That's what I said. So she ran out of gas on the side of the Garden State Parkway, right? Oh, my so God. So now she's nervous, right? Because she was like, Dad, cars are, you know, flying by. So now I, I got to, you got to stop. You got to go to a gas station. You got to buy a gas station. You got to put gas in it. Then you got to get to her. So That's now, ridiculous. Now I finally get to her. I let her go. But now the her car is so close to the side of the road, I can't even put gas in, in the in the gas can in the gas tank because yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get hit by a car. So that's wow. when you're supposed to call the police. Nine one one. What's your emergency? I'm, right. stuck, I'm stuck on the side of the road. That's right. <laughs> then I realized I really didn't know how to put the actual thing in the uh, gas tank because you haven't pumped gas in so long. Exactly. I so you it. you gotta figure that out. The cops laughing at me. People are driving You've by beeping the horn. Never done that. I, I mean, I, I ran out of AAA gas like a couple. Of, yeah, but see, my mom got me AAA because I I'm all the way out in LA, and she used to be worried about that too. Like, you get on the highway and you go to work, and you literally will pray your way to work yep. instead of stopping and getting gas. Well, she tried to pray. It's a work. hassle. Well, let it's me tell hassle. you something else. Women just discovered the NFL because of Taylor Swift. What? First of all, we what didn't just discover it. <laughs> what you say? You just, and for so black look, women, we've been new about it, so but we we feel a little way because. All what? we Travis Kelsey. Women just discovered the NFL because Travis of Taylor Kelsey. Swift. It's a whole thing. You like him? I used to love him, but he's mm. not for us anymore. Isn't he white? Yes, but Taylor Swift, basically, she dismissed that whole, once you go black, you never go back. He went back. Oh. And now it's over for us. Now he didn't took the Tims off and he got some other things. So on. you're not watching NFL no more? I was never watching it. If I was watching his Instagram, it's a whole thing. Oh okay, don't get okay. me started. Right. I've been on this. All right. Well, oh Usher will be joining us this morning. We're gonna yes, kick it with will. Usher. He's speaking in Paris. Right. Yeah, he's in Paris right now. Speaking of football, he's in Paris right now for his residency. So he's you know he's doing a residency in Paris. So we're gonna and chop it up. He's doing the uh, halftime show of the Super Bowl in February. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so we're gonna be kicking it with him in a little bit. And then we got front page news. Cesar Figueroa will be joining us in a sec. So don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club on BET. There's so much going on here. Behind the scenes. Morning, everybody. It's DJ. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. He let us down. Lauren is so hurt. I don't know what the God. Hell is going on. Lauren LaRose is our guest host. Lord. <laughs> and let's get in some front page news. So, Lauren, have you been in that gentleman's DM before? Who, Travis Kelsey? Oh, you know what? If, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Travis, Lauren, tell the truth. <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter. Little, there's a, there's an invisible factor ago. of the DM. So whatever I did, it, it never happened. Okay. It never no, happened. Yes no. Have you been in the DM? It yes never no. happened. And now no, he no. giving the cop to turn the body cam off. He not even looking the same no more. Damn. So I'm good. Damn. All right. Let's jump. <laughs> I'm good. News. 
All no, right. we're the politician. I'm just going to assume you've been in the DM. We're just going to put That's it right. that way. Well, let's, let's start with sports quickly. The Bengals beat the Rams last night, 1916. The Eagles beat the Buccaneers, 25-11. to Bye, humbug. Why, because your team lost? Now, let's yes. jump right into these strikes. Uh, what's going on now? Yeah, Biden, um, as Donald not- Trump. Yeah, they're both uh, pulling up in Michigan this week, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, as United Auto Workers continue striking this week, both President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump are planning visits to Michigan. Imagine if they went there at the same time. That would be really interesting. But today, the president will be in Michigan to speak in support of the union. They even said he's going to be on the picket line of DJ Emmy. So it's going to be interesting to see if he you know, walks the picket line with them. And then Wednesday, Trump will meet with about 500 workers as well. Now, Donald Trump said he is going uh, to skip the GO debate for it. That's Wednesday. I'm going to talk about that in the second hour, but he was going to skip it anyway, but he said he's skipping it so that he can go be with the workers. Um, There was also something interesting that happened on Friday, uh, there was a fight that broke out. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but a couple pulled up, man and woman, uh, with kids in their car, drove up and started uh, shouting racial slurs at the at the folks who were striking. They got out and had a little fight and then got back in the car and drove off. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, but I want you to take a listen to what some of the workers have had to say about fair pay. 25 years ago, I was making $28.78 an hour. 25 years ago. Today, I make $32 an hour. Do the math on that. A $4 an hour increase in my hourly rate in 25 years. I make $25 an hour, while other people make $30 an hour doing the same job, but we get paid less. And you'll never make that $30? No, we'll never make that $30 unless they in the tears. Well, mm-hmm. listen, man, most Americans support uh, the auto workers strike. So it's the smart thing to do for Biden and Trump to show up and support the workers. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder who the hell is advising Tim Scott? Who told Tim Scott <laughs> it was OK? That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> who, who told Everybody Tim? but Tim Scott. Everybody but Tim Scott supports the, the workers striking? Like, Make no sense. Who told him that was OK to say? Mm-hmm. Especially in Iowa, which is a blue collar town. And I, it's interesting, Charlamagne. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to bring that up at the debate. You know, I'm, I'm looking to see if that's going to oh, be yeah. oh, for sure. one, of mm-hmm. one of the questions. Mm-hmm. And I see Donald Trump also said that he's not going to be doing debates because he's already leading in the polls. So why would he do it? He been said that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, he said, said that he's not doing it because he got them 90 plus charges. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a smart thing to not do it because the entire debate will be about, you know, that. But remember, Chris Christie said he's going to run up on him from here on out. If he didn't make it to the this debate, he'll be following him all around so we'll see if that's true we're going to talk about that more in the second hour as well I also saw Donald Trump say that when he becomes president he's looking for revenge which we already knew <laughs> yes of okay. course, of course. <laughs> but he said he made it simple and plain yesterday I'm locking up all my political opponents people <laughs> I don't right. like people I don't like I'm locking up for treason Jesus go ahead that's Donald right. Trump all right putting well, cases on all of them that's right <laughs> All right, well, that is front page news. That ain't funny, by the way. Thank you, Tez. We'll see you in a couple videos. <laughs> but it's the reality that we you laugh at everything. You plan yeah, I ain't got no choice at this point. I'm just, we just going to laugh. The, it's uh, only funny. Our, 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 we live in a politically ghetto world. Like, it's funny. Yes. It is funny. It is the ghetto. You're going to have to find the humor in it because it ain't going to be funny. And next year, I'll tell you that much. If things go the way it look like they're going to go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? 
Hey, good morning. Peace and blessings, Evie. How you doing this morning? Hey, what's up, Sean Stone? What's going on, brother? I'm good, brother. I can't complain. Lauren, how you doing this morning, beautiful? I'm doing amazing. How are you? Lauren, why are you so in love with Travis Kelsey, man? You know that. I knew that you was coming for me. Stealing, you know that white boy be stealing black people's swag, right? Go find a black man out here. You know that, right? Yeah, I, oh, got, I, can, I can find a black man. I date, I date black men, but I just, I don't know. It's just something about him. He's like the only one I would try. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, not okay. anymore. I don't. I don't like his. I don't like his haircut now. It's it's a little scary. Oh boy. Let him let him be with Taylor Swift, man. You know what I mean? White on white, black for black, man. You know? Yeah. His haircut. Hey, so Peace. Good King. over there. Yeah, she don't sound convincing, man. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about his haircut. Like it's given. He would say the wrong thing at Thanksgiving. Like I just listen. Damn. Listen, Charlamagne, you need to stop being obsessed with my product trick. All right. Oh God. What? Didn't you get a warning from Dear Prince already, Charlamagne, to leave Drake alone? Y'all gotta stop believing everything. Y'all gotta stop believing everything celebrities say because it's so easy to spin, y'all. I told y'all yesterday, me and Drake plan this every time he drops an album. Charlamagne, you could tell other people that. I don't believe that. I've been listening to Breakfast for 13 years. <laughs> I actually had a point. I put it on my Stone Stone TV on YouTube. Y'all go find me on YouTube about Charlamagne obsessed with Drake. He always been. Well, you shouldn't believe, believe Drake, You shouldn't believe me because I'm lying. But once again, me and Drake plan this every time he puts an album out. Oh boy, he wants me to ha fake hate on his music, mm -hmm. even though I really don't like the song. But he wants me to hate on his music. Breakfast Club, and it brings attention to the record. That, that's I what y'all did yesterday. That's your story. You sticking with it? It's all over. It's on Fader. Fader put a headline out. I yeah, kind of, I kind of. We gonna, we gonna talk about this today because uh, there, I think there's a little something Hello? to it. See? Oh, sorry. We were talking. I'm trying to get on a payola train. My bad. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, this is Uber Mike. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Uber Mike, what up? Get it off your chest. Okay, get off my chest. Okay, well, first I want to say, what's up? Good morning, LL Bay, Cool Bay. Hey, good morning. Delaware, how are you? I'm doing great. You about okay, to come so for me? A couple things real quick. So we got the we got the uh, auto workers striking. We got the actors and writers striking. You don't want us drivers to start striking out here either. Ain't nobody going to go nowhere. That's true. But the writer strike uh, just came to a tentative end. The writer strike. Did. Right. Yes. Right. They're not the actors. And the last thing, Charlemagne, uh, Jordan the welder, always uh, pushing for people to have a skill or trade. Can you guys have her on the show one day? Yeah, um, that's not a bad idea. I don't, know, I don't know if Jordan got time. I don't even know where Jordan lives at. I don't think the Bronx. I thought she's she in the Bronx. I thought she said the Bronx. I can't. Get ready, invite. Get ready, invite. Who, Mike? Where you from? I think she'd be a good poster child. Who, Mike? Where you from? I'm from Dallas. 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 I'm gonna be in Dallas this Saturday, Uber Mike. Okay, yeah, hit me up, DMP. Yes, sir. Yeah, I wouldn't have no problem Absolutely. doing that because, you know, I, I, I think always encourage people to go to trade school. Yep. You know what I mean? Go go to trade school, learn a trade, be become an electrician, or a welder, a plumber, learn how to install HVAC. You went to trade school? Yep, yep. Howard High School Technology. What trade you learn? Legal Administrative Assisting. So, secretary? Not technically a secretary because as a legal administrative assistant, I mean, no shade to secretaries, but mm -hmm. you, you really get into documents and contracts and... Like I was supposed I to go into considered a trade. I didn't know that either. It is considered a trade. There are certain like technical things that you have to be certified for, and then you can go on and work. That. I have friends that like literally just went on with life after high school, and they live good lives now. Living great lives. I wonder mm -hmm. how much wow. that pays. A, a My year. brother did. Um, a, did he? I think he did electrical engineering. Electrical engineering, HVAC, oh, welding. Yeah. All that's a lot of money. My mom didn't money. play about that. My mom yep. did not play about anything that. with cars. Never go broke. Mm -hmm. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Break it up.
This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? That is Lucky. What's up, Lucky? Good morning, Lucky. Chest. How are you, sir? What's going on? I'm doing all right. How y'all doing? Good, Black, Black and Holly All right. So, uh, I want to get this off my chest, man. I've been dealing with a situation for a while now. I haven't been getting able to see my son, man. It's been about eight years. Uh, the first six yeah. years, I was kind of off and on seeing him. But uh, he's 16 now. Hey. And wow. it's time, you know? Why haven't you been able to see him? Your baby mama been keeping him, keeping him from you? Well, she would say that she hasn't been keeping him from me per se, but she's just been making it hard for us to meet halfway. Uh, she got married, so after she got married, uh, it's kind of been like you know she got her family, so you know it's like whatever. Oh, your dad's not there. She she console my son about it, but if you really want to console him, then just meet up, have a so we can meet up and I can get him for a summer. You know why you don't take her ass to court? Man, I ain't had the money to do that, and then just not wanting to put her through that, mm. I just kind of let it go on. But your son's an age where you could call him directly, though. You said he's 16, right? Yeah, and when I call him, it's kind of monitored. You know, every every since he's been little, every time I talk to him, it's on speakerphone, or when I FaceTime his mom's around, it's yeah, like that's we don't scary. have no kind of connection because I feel like she's so sheltered up. Right, right. And that's scary because when he turned 18, he'll be able to make his own decisions, man, but you've already missed so much of his formative years. You... You're not even going to know who that young man is. Right. Yeah, but he might know what. And, and, I, and I just want to say that it's crazy that y'all picked up this morning because I always try to get through on little, on little things, but it's just been this thing that's been bothering me, and I hope that, they, that he hears this. And I hope that he knows that I love him and that I want to see him, and I can't wait until he turns 18 and is able to make his own decisions because... Ooh. The, the conversations between us are very dry. Wow. It's, it's like, yes, sir, okay. I can tell he's not opening up because he doesn't have that privacy. And you don't even know uh, what's being said about you when you're not around. So, you know, he could, exactly. be, he could be being brainwashed about his father and, you know, what kind of relationship you know, his father wants with him. And I want to say this. Manipulation is at its finest over there because, I mean, she told me she shows him messages of, what I've told her, you know, it could have been a heated argument. Now you're showing the kid messages of what I said to you, right. trying to show him that, oh, this is how he treats me. That's not right. Just yeah. keep trying, though. Like, I, I will say, like, keep trying. Me and my dad didn't actually meet each other until I was 13. And it was a little weird for a long time. But the fact that he kept trying and even now, like, we don't have the best relationship, but I know I can always call him. It makes me want to call him and, and feel bad when I don't keep trying, because that's going to mean a lot to him. I'm, I'm going to keep trying. Good luck, brother. I appreciate it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way. Lauren, give us a little tease. Yes, we do. We are going to get into all of the uh, the Drake uh, records that were set by Slime You Out following the conversation that we had in here the other day. Oh, wow. I did my job. Yo, shut up, man. We'll get into it next. <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. I did my morning. job. The plan worked. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host, Lauren LaRosa, with us this morning. That's right. Yes. And salute to all the women who just discovered the NFL because of Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. You're Jesus. not about to do that to me every time. <laughs> Yesterday it was Delaware. Today it's the NFL. I've known about the NFL. Taylor Swift is going to make all these women Chiefs fans the way Dion has made all of us Colorado fans. What's your favorite team? I don't have a favorite team. I just always <laughs> the look Chiefs. That. I mean, not anymore. I, they're not my favorite team anymore. Why not? We talked about this. I just feel like there was a certain <laughs> level of respect that was violated. And it just reminds me no, again and again 
They mad that Travis uh, dumped the black woman for the white woman. That's what this is all mm-hmm. about. Just I- say it, Lauren. Say it. <sighs> Name three players on the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. One. Travis Kelsey. Two. And Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the rumors. Lauren the Rosa. I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a minute. You're not doing it. This is the rumor report. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. Here we, we go. On the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, Didn't she, right? I, I came in telling the truth. So this is crazy. Yesterday we had a conversation in here about Drake mm-hmm. and the Slime You Out song. And Charlamagne, you said that you were lying. About, about being what? on Drake's team and being a part of the rollout and all that stuff. You should believe me even when I'm lying, Lauren. What? What in the mansplaining is that? You should believe me even when I'm lying. I mean, listen, I kind of believe it. So after we had this conversation, granted, when we talked about it, we had mentioned that Drake was set to go number song, one. Yeah, go to number go one. Number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I feel like that conversation yesterday sped that process up. When I left here, everything was Drake, 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 Drake in that song. Now, this morning, I took a nap yesterday and woke up and he was number one. And now he is tying Madonna for the fifth most number one hits ever. In the Hot 100 history. Wow. Round of applause, Darby. He, he beat Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. So, uh, Drake's Slime You Out featuring Scissorsaurs at number one. Um, the collaboration is his 12th Hot 100 lead, uh, leading um, song, tying him for the fifth most in the list history in Scissor's second. Um, no, he's one song away from tying Michael Jackson for most away. number one. Um, number ones by male soloist. Well, it's Drake and Scissor. People's curiosity is going to make them go scream the record. And of course, radio is going to play the hell out of it. We played it. Every hour on now mm-hmm. when it dropped, regardless of how people feel about the record. But, you know, look, the moral of the story is once again, the plan worked. I did my job. Cap. How okay. much do you get paid? Don't worry about all that. But I told y'all yesterday that Drake and I plan these things every time he drops certain records. He wants me to hate on them because all noise is great noise nowadays. And I told y'all to play, but nobody believed me because I'm lying. But you should believe me even when I'm lying. Cap. Are you looking for an intern on the Drake side? Mm-mm. Is it a paid internship? Mm-mm. I've said enough. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I'm just lying, saying, man. Go ahead, Lauren. I am not lying. You are lying. I'm just Believe saying. Believe me when I'm lying. <laughs> something in here worked because that song was not. It was going to number one regardless. It was, but I, I just feel like we. I, I even played it a couple times yesterday, and I, I didn't even know why. I. Well, I told you to play, but you know nobody believed me because I'm lying. But you should believe me even when I'm lying. Cap. I was like the Beyonce challenge right there. It just got quiet for a second, but go ahead. Okay, so we're going to move on to something that we've been talking about all morning because it is very near and dear to my heart, or it was. I released this in the name of all of the gods because I cannot go through this. So Taylor Swift, um, she was at the Arrowhead Stadium. She was there to see the Chiefs play on Sunday. Don't act like you don't love your snow king. Just him. (laughs) Honestly, just him. Like it was only him from that's what I'm saying. And I feel like I feel like black women have like set white men that we would like kind of figure try it a little bit with. Oh, Travis Kelsey's one of them? Travis Kelsey was one of them and Justin Justin Timberlake was one of them. Really? Yeah, I think we we let Justin go after the Janet stuff though. Are you supposed to be telling these black women secrets? I didn't know that you We talk about this all the time on Twitter. you just okay. are not there. Yeah, I don't do Twitter. Yeah. Okay. You also don't do you not hear black women either? What? Oh, okay. I've never heard them talk about oh, their okay. lust for white men. It's not a lust. It's just like if we had to go there. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. 
Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And, you know, not everybody wants to. These mm-hmm. are people that we think are... Lonely. I hear a bunch of black women say, Lauren, speak for yourself. Hold on. I am so lonely. No, there are a lot of black women that thought that Travis Kelsey was very attractive. Okay. But this whole Taylor, Taylor Swift thing, can we t- can we turn it? <laughs> stop for you make her cry. Won't y'all stop? What? No. no, good. No, she can we lost t- her white king. Come on, I'm sorry. I'm with you, <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm not, whoa. No, we're not going to do that. King, no, it was not. Wow. It was like a crush. <laughs> we are. Y'all <laughs> are not bringing this song back. Go ahead, tell us about your snow king. What oh happened? my god, <laughs> your snow king. I feel like I got to talk in a, a, a low voice for this. So, the 12 time Grammy winning singer Taylor Swift mm-hmm. showed up at this game, and when she showed up at the game, y'all, it, it went from an NFL football game mm-hmm. to a Swifties concert when it's cold to outside. who everybody in not the world not to us we were watching, we the, watching game the game for the game yes. I didn't give a damn about no Taylor Swift being there do we have the audio of uh, Patrick Mahomes the uh no, we don't. Okay, well, I can describe it. Yeah. Okay, because I, I I don't even watch the reporters at the football games because there's nothing for me to. I don't even know what they're talking about. Oh my God, Lauren! So, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is. They're talking about the game, and he's asked if he felt under pressure because Taylor Swift was there and the Swifties were watching. And I'm like, what That's is crazy. happening That's right because now? Because America is obsessed with celebrity. We have an unhealthy obsession with celebrity. America and Travis Kelsey because he didn't. He yeah. broke your heart. I, it wasn't that deep, but you know, I just—if I ever had to go there, I thought that you know he was going to be the one. Imagine yeah. being Patrick Mahomes, one of the best players in the NFL, and they actually two-time Super Bowl champion, MVP. You done put all this work in on the football field, and they're going to ask you if your motivation was Taylor. Goddamn, sweet. he leaned in though. He said, "I wanted to get the ball to him just as much as the Swifties wanted me to." Sw- he know what's up. They called the Swifties. Yes, uh-huh. you don't know about that. I'm not a part of them. Oh no, okay. I'm. Mm-mm. It's nothing wrong with the people that are, though. But, yeah, let's move on. Why you didn't report on your Snow King saying um, he'll break up with you if you don't let him hit after the third date? That was in, like, 2016, right? date nobody who don't... Was um, it grow? People can grow. All right. People can grow. Of course they can. That is your rumor report. <laughs> All right. Now, when we come back, Teslin Figueroa will be joining us for front page. Snow King <laughs> like that. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life, Oh, Lord. my God. My God, man. And then Usher will be joining us in a couple of minutes as well. So don't move. You okay? I don't know. This is crazy. Where's Dr. Umar? You need an intervention. Y'all know what messed me up? I, I do. I might need to talk to Dr. Umar. Yes, it was, you he do. put on the Tims and I was just like, whoa, is this? How? Okay. A Snow King and some Tims drove you crazy. It, 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 it messed my whole life up. Jesus Christ. Dr. Umar, I'm back, though. I got a new patient for I'm you. Back. He ain't even had a butter strung up right. I'm back. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Lauren LaRosa here. And let's get in some front page news. Start off quickly with some sports. Last night, the Bengals beat the Rams 1916. The Eagles beat the Buccaneers 25-11. Ball humbug. I don't like to see any NFC East team uh win when my, my NFC East team loses. Okay? So, so go Cowboys. Get care, care less about the Eagles. All right, you're still not going to the Super Bowl, but you'll see. Good morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ Avery. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Good morning. Let's jump right in. Let's talk about this second Republican debate. 
Yeah, Wednesday, which is tomorrow, six Republican candidates will battle it out again at the second presidential debate. A televised event marked once again will mark the absence of Donald Trump, said he's not showing up, uh, which he's been saying that all along. Now, the former president remains dominant over the rest of those in the field with a margin of more than 40 points. That's a big margin. Uh, so he's still in the lead, despite, you know, everything going on with President Trump. And, you know, in, in the calm world, there's something, you know, do no harm. So if he him stepping out, if it's is if the debate's not going to help him, uh, there's no point in doing it, and certainly it could hurt him. So I guess his team has said, you know, just stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Even though I kind of was looking forward to the entertainment, to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you, um, but but he's not going to be a part of it. now. The six candidates who will be there will be Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramasamy, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Tim Scott, and Chris Christie. No, Larry. No Larry. <laughs> Poor little Larry. He wasn't able to make it for the second time. I guess I uh, just didn't do the hard work to get on the stage. You gotta work harder, man. That's all. That's all. That's the only way to beat a system. Work hard. It's work, work hard. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Now, for those who did make it, who did work hard, uh, they had to receive at least 3% in two national polls or a combination of one national poll and two, two statewide polls. They also needed to get 50,000 individual campaign donors and then sign the pledge. So imagine, you know, one thing about it, the common caucus, I tell them all the time, the common caucus, they don't vote. Mm-hmm. They also don't donate. None of that stuff matters. You can post a thousand comments, but at the end of the day, if you are not getting behind your candidate, mm-hmm. uh, this is what happens, the result of that. I just don't understand what these uh, Republican debates are doing because Donald Trump's lead is so wide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and saying? And all he's going to do is get on Twitter and react because they're going to have they're going to talk about him. So, yeah, I wonder what I just wonder what the goal is for Twitter. these candidates. Are these, you know, like what is the goal for them in these debates? What do they hope to gain from this? Because it's so far behind. Don't seem like it's going to ever be a lead. Mm-hmm. A position in, of a VP position, you know, so two things. One, yeah, yeah. be considered as vice president Two, continue to spread the message, be a disruptive candidate, um, which is, you know, get your message out knowing you don't have a chance in hell. Uh, so I think uh, what I'm looking forward to uh, between Ramasamy and Nikki Haley, uh, that should be a pretty good exchange. And I want to see if Chris Christie is going to kind of step up. He kind of fell back, took a fell back a little bit to me uh, during the last debate. And I'm going to see if Pence, you know, if he wants to continue to bring a little bit of smoke. So, yeah, they're just vying for a position or a cabinet position if Trump will win. That's that's their only goal. They know Chris they'll never get one of those. I enjoyed Chris Christie last debate, though. I enjoyed, you did? Yeah, I enjoyed him and uh, Nikki Haley. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed Nikki Haley, but I just thought Chris Christie kind of fell back a little bit. You know, he was, he was a lot more aggressive um, in previous debates, so, so we'll see. Mm. Now, let's talk about this new California bill. Yeah, I wonder how many of you will feel comfortable with trucks uh, being driven by basically nobody, no human. Uh, California Governor Newsom has vetoed a bill to require human drivers on board self-driving trucks. Now, a measure that union leaders and truck drivers said would save thousands of jobs in the state. The legislation that was voted in has banned self-driving trucks weighing more than 10,000 pounds, ranging from UPS delivery drivers to massive big rigs from operating on public road unless a human driver is on board. Now, the California Labor Federation said that drivers driverless trucks are dangerous, I would agree, mm-hmm. and called Newsom's uh, veto shocking. She estimates that removing drivers would cost a quarter million jobs in the state. So are you guys comfortable with big rigs driving themselves? No. 
No. Now, I still think you need a human in there, but I mean, people who who have that those Teslas that have self-driving Teslas, they they love it. They said that it gets them home. It, it's safe when they're tired. So I don't have a problem with it, but a human has to be in there as well. But there's tons of crashes in those Teslas too, and lawsuits because of the crashes. Mm-hmm. And no. Yeah, I don't think we should leave anything to just the robots. I think there should always be some type of human super supervision uh, and control of these these trucks. Because, for example, you know what I'm saying? What if a, a, a truck that's just got a robot is careening off the road? Correct. You know what I mean? Like, as I said, a human has to be in there with yeah, it. Yeah, who's going to stop that? Like, if a, if a, if a guy or a woman is driving a truck and they fall asleep for a second and they start careening off the road, at least they can wake up and get back to it. Like, Correct. what's going to stop the robot from just running over people? Yeah, that's why I said a human has to be in And I know in, in some of the Teslas, you actually have to touch the steering wheel every, mm-hmm. I guess, like two minutes to make sure that somebody's actually there. Oh, uh, how can I get this good is sleep scary, doing y'all. Mm-hmm. How the hell can I get good sleep? Well, people been hacking that all, all day long, but it's kind of like you know, and I, and I know planes don't have as much traffic, but you know, most of the planes are autopilot the, the whole way as long as there's a you know a pilot in there as there's well. Two in there, sometimes three. In there, Maybe there. three, two. Sometimes three. I've never seen. I've never three pilots. Is there room in there for three? Well, probably never... when they doing training. I don't know. I Wait, was a flight attendant. I've, I've never seen heard three of pilots three. in the cockpit before. Your uh, cockpit, I'm sure. I was about to say you was looking at something else. Y'all was insane for no reason. I was actually flight attendant. I never heard of three people. I've never I've heard of three. three in there. I've heard of two in like a U.S. Marshal on board sometimes. When three, I'm looking at it right now. When three pilots get in one plane, one of them is the captain who flies the plane. The second is the co-pilot or the first officer. The third pilot is the flight engineer. His 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 job is to check equipment, engines, and mechanical information during the flight. Never heard that, and I was a flight attendant. Y'all don't be paying attention. You know I, what I, I was a flight attendant. I had to pay. She attention. said she was a flight attendant. I flew for Delta. She, she wasn't a good one because <laughs> clearly she never seen three pilots in the cockpit. But the reason I be knowing that is because I be giving the pilots gift cards on long flights. Why? Why not? See, you heard what you just said. No, I'm just you wondering. Like, why? what's your? You always have an end game. I'm just no, wondering the what the. Is that these people, we're trusting them with our lives. Yeah, I appreciate that. Like we're getting on a plane and we're flying overseas for hours, or flying cross country for hours. Give a pilot a Starbucks card. Do you give tip your flight attendants too? No, I've never tipped the flight attendant. What do take you the give money. them? They don't take anything. I tried. Mm. Yeah, I've never done that for flight. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's a good idea, though. Whoa. Whoa. I tried before. Usually they said, no, we can't take it, sir. Yep, that's what they're supposed to say. Really? I was, yep, I was in and out for eight months, and I took all my tips. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And, why, <laughs> and, and I'm looking now, why are there three pilots in the cockpit? One important reason they say is safety redundancy. I've mm-hmm. never heard of three pilots in a cockpit. But whatever. You don't pay attention. I just I just don't know the reaction time uh, that somebody would really have to, you know, be able to, will you jump in the passenger, you know, jump in the driver's seat real quick and make, you know, like, no, what, you what's stay, the reaction you stay, you stay in the driver's seat. So you sit in the driver's seat. Oh, you do? Okay. You, know, you sit in the driver's seat. Like, okay. you know, like a plane, you stay in the, in the cockpit, yeah. but you stay in the driver's seat, but it just, they have all these type of senses that's supposed to protect you, see things that you can't see, you know? Like, even like even some of these cars now, I mean, you drive some of these cars now and you get too close, your car's going to stop. It, 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 right. And it jerks your neck, pause. Yeah, my mom's car does. Yeah, oh. so. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I learned something new. But uh, so then, what's the point? I guess of them driving, if you're still technically driving, like Charlotte Wayne's point. Well, how am I gonna get any sleep? Like, what's the point? I guess it's kind of like cruise control, where yeah. it just makes it a little easier. I don't want anybody going to sleep in any moving. No, nah, I agree with that. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with driving myself, I, and I damn sure don't want to be next to a, a, a big rig, self-driven rig. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> understand how folks, you know, complain about AI and robots taking over. If we just gonna relinquish power like that. Mm. You should never relinquish power. Like, it should always be human supervision over these things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is front page news. All right. Thank you, Tiz. No problem. Thank make, you. Make sure you subscribe to Tesla Figueroa's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast, on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, and follow at Tesla Figueroa on all social media platforms. And I guess they're basing that off of, of 
you know, the crashes due to self-driven and crashes without people having self-driven. People being tired, sleepy and all that compared to... Like they said, the planes are like the most, like it's one of the most safest ways mm-hmm. of transportation. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Traffic. Well, not that much. All right. Now, when we come back, Usher will be joining us. He's in Paris right now doing his Paris residency, but it was just announced that he's going to be doing the Super Bowl. So we're going to chop it up with Usher when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Lauren LaRosa hanging out with us this morning, our special guest co-host. And we got the icon, Come the on, legend Come on, on the line right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Usher. Hey. <laughs> How you feeling, brother? Man, I'm feeling up right now. I'm feeling blessed. Mm-hmm. Feeling blessed. Congratulations, yes. Super Bowl halftime show. I feel like the culture collectively was calling for this. Yep. I feel like we've been saying this for months. Thank you, man. Affirmations do come true, right? Thank you guys for wanting it for me. Thanks for each and every person that prayed. You know what I'm saying? And also, too, you know, just talked about it. Maybe it was just putting it in the air that, you know, the Super Bowl would decide to come to Vegas because I was there. No, I'm, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, for real, man, I, I, I have, you know, have heard, you know, the conversations and the idea that, you know, I would be able to play uh, the Super Bowl. So now it's a reality. Crazy. Jay-Z calls me at, what, six o'clock in the morning. I'm barely just waking up. Just the first news I get of the day. He's like, yo, this your Michael moment. This your magic moment. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I look over at Jay and I'm like, yo, it's Jay. He's, he's get, telling me I got it. No way. And in the background, you hear him, way. It was, it was so gangster. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. <laughs> How long have you known this was going to happen? Because you said, so Jay just called you or you knew this was in the air? No, uh, Jay called when I first got the news. Okay. I was in Atlanta. Yo, the craziest part, man, trying to hold this, you know what I'm saying, and not tell my kids <laughs> who were also too on me, like, Dad, you should play the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, who do I need to call? You know what I mean? It's, they online asking or talking if you, I'm like, hey, man, just maybe pray about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you put it, in, put it in the ether, you know what I'm saying, maybe it'll come back. I'm knowing. But I can't tell them, you know, so it's, it was about a week and a half of just holding that secret. I felt like I was having a conversation in the war room and you can't tell the rest of the world what's right. going on. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Now, that was on your bucket list, you said. It has always been on my bucket list, yeah. Since you know, Michael, I, 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 I bet you since you saw Michael Jackson do it back in the day. Absolutely. He, he's the one who, yo, by the way, Michael has way, has, you know, paved the way for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, to be able to see what he did with this moment starts it. And then to understand what Prince did with this moment ignites it. To know that so many legendary artists mm-hmm. have been in that position from, you know what I'm saying, U2, Coldplay, you know, Beyonce, Bruno Mars. So many incredible artists have been able to service that moment. I really do feel like I'm built for this. I feel like the music catalog that I've been able to build obviously speaks to it, but the entertainer that I am for that moment and the fact that I'm in my new home, you know what I'm saying? Like right. not in my biggest residency, but also to Lovers and Friends Festival. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why not have an, a crescendo? I think it was it was perfectly time. I'm a praying man. Did you know what you? I mean? And I, I, I actually, I put this up in the air. I prayed about it. If it was intended to happen, then it would find its way to me. And it did. And I'm not I'm not going to disappoint. I'll tell you that much. Did you go to Vegas, starting with lovers and friends and then going into the residency saying like, OK, if we do all this now that it's here, the, the Super Bowl is going to be next. Like, was that like a you put that out there knowing that this would come? 
Yeah, no, affirmations, like literally deciding that I was going to move in a certain way to take like some sense of ownership of a space. You know, I, I feel like in the past being able to do that in Atlanta, like, yeah, I'm originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee, but I was raised in Atlanta and Atlanta raised the artist that I am. Atlanta raised the man that I am. Atlanta raised the person and the creative that I am. And I was able to do that in Las Vegas. So I started with a residency, opening a show when we were just coming out of the pandemic, the first show to open in the world, not just not just United States of America, but yo, we were coming out of a pandemic and people were afraid, yo, bringing that energy back in that started it. And then staying in Las Vegas a long, long enough for them to decide, okay, we're going to have the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. So I'm like, I'm staying here. I brought my festival, you know, lovers and friends <laughs> to, to Vegas. I was like, I'm staying here. I'm going to put my flag down here. This is my new space. This is my home. I feel like I get to do all of the things that I've always wanted to do and progress and, and just be creative. And since then, there's just been more and more things that have just really worked in my work to my benefit. But again, I'm a praying man right. and I appreciate the fact that God has allowed this to happen. I appreciate each and every person that I know said a prayer for me. I can tell you my grandmother before she passed, she said a prayer. And this is a very strong praying woman. So I know that my grandmother, she's in heaven and she's going to have the best seat in the house being able to look down and see this happen. My nanny going to, they're going to be up there. My grandpa is going to be up there looking at this. And enjoying it. They got the best seats in the house. You oh, now you got saying? the difficult task now. See, now this is the difficult task. You got two things. Now you got to bring Atlanta to the Super Bowl. So do you bring roller skates? Do you bring strip club? Do you bring cars? And then you got so many records into 13 minutes. Are you bringing the stripper from the Vegas? The one that comes down and like claps on. I don't know her name. I haven't been to the show yet. The show, are you bringing her to the Super Bowl? I might walk to the Super Bowl <laughs> if you bring sis. Let me tell you something. You know what I do in Vegas. So listen, it ain't nothing but the lights, baby. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to bring the lights. We're going to bring the lights out. I can't give you too much. I'll tell you this. The ideas that are swarming. You know, you obviously know all the people that I work with in my life, mm -hmm. in my career, musically. You know the people that I respect and have collaborated with. I'm thinking of all of that. I'm thinking of making certain that the world understands the legacy that is my career. Not just the moment, but the legacy, the connection, the ideas and the nuance, you know what I'm saying? If it is a little bit of what Atlanta is, if it's a lot of bit of what my life has been in terms of my experience, but I'm playing the hits and I'm gonna definitely bring something that's gonna leave you, it's gonna leave you shocked. You're gonna, you're gonna remember this moment. Tell, tell you're gonna us. Remember this moment for the positivity. You're gonna remember this moment for the idea and the history. You're gonna remember this moment for all of the people that I feel like I stand on the shoulders of. You're gonna remember this moment for the fact that it inspired me to see them have their moment and now I'm gonna have mine. Mm -hmm. Tell us tell us the meaning of the commercial, Usher, and why it was important for you to tap into your younger self like that. Younger self? What you what you talking about, man? I'm still here. What you <laughs> you definitely you not aging. Mirror, please? You definitely not aging. But that was that was that was the a younger version of, of Usher. <laughs> now, nah, yeah, so by the way, uh you know, we went around and around about um how we would approach this another a really benefit. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit Ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Great benefit is the 20th anniversary and celebration of confessions. Wow. So it will be a wow. great opportunity to take a little bit of something that people would instantly identify with and play with it. And I felt like the social engagement, because it really, it really 
was Spinehopter something that I saw my fans engage using, you know, using it for me? And I'm like, yo, this is something that I think is going to activate the world and also to to continue to engage them because I, I want other people to do it as well, you know? Mm-hmm. I want other people to do their own versions of that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why Dion and Kim? I mean, I think that, you know, the dynamic of who I am and what I have offered is, is span wide. I think that you know, Dion and what he represents as a story that has continuously continued to dig himself from wherever he has been, whether it was health or whether it was life or rather it was the pivot of being an amazing athlete and then becoming a coach. I felt like that was a story there to be told and I wanted to support that and I wanted him to do it. I, I had to ask if he would do it and, and he volunteered and said, yeah, I, I, I would love to be a part of that. I felt like it was for the culture in that way. Kim, Kim is a good friend and I felt like it would definitely be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Marshawn Lynch was just once again another fun moment for the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and Odell Beckham, you know what I'm saying? It was just a matter of just continuing to keep the right energy and all the right people. There were a ton of things that I've, I've talked about and a ton of things that are going to happen any given Sunday that uh, leads up to the actual big Sunday performance. So, it ain't done. You're going to see more. I actually, you know, pre-ordered and put on uh, pre-order my album. So it's a, there's a lot of lot of levels to what I'm doing with this entire moment between now and February 11th. All right. When we come back, let's get into an Usher mini mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. And Lauren LaRose is our special guest host. Now, there were the uh, the dating rumors of with you and Kim Kardashian because she had came to the show so many times and people were like, what the heck is going on? You weren't afraid well, to lean into that? that? I'm on a breakfast club. Didn't I? You, I, knew I, I forgot. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because when I saw it, I said, oh, this okay. is smart. Like, I thought you were playing into <laughs> that whole, like, people were like, how did this friendship even come about? Why does she keep going to the show? Well, if you listen to it, basically, she told you. I've seen the show two times and that's why she could give the news because she actually knows but nah uh, it's, it's a great show man Vegas has brought out a lot of people not just Kim we're talking about Halle Berry you know what I'm saying we're talking about Zendaya we're talking about uh, Gabrielle Union who was in the house last night here in Paris you know what I'm saying this thing is about good energy this thing is about making certain that people celebrate that legacy every night and I'm happy, you know, that our friendship allowed her to be a part of it and that we could do something fun and, and, and social, you know? Now, Usher, I, I don't know if you heard, but, you know, Charlemagne and I are actually going out to, to Vegas to see your show. Not yeah, we together. coming in October. Not together, but we're going to see it. Not and together. we joked on air that says, if you sing to our women, we're going to grab your other hand. We all singing together. You said you're going to serenade all of us. We, yeah, we all, we all we yeah, we come to five heartbeats to three heartbeats. That's what we doing. <laughs> That's what we going for? Let's go on three. One, two, three. I got nothing but love for you. <laughs> but, but you know, Envy brings up a good point, Mr. Steal Your Girl. You're not going to be able to steal anybody's girl from the Super Bowl stage. You don't know that. Because you won't be that close to the crowd. So how do you plan to terrorize people's relationships at the Super Bowl, Usher? I think you gave me the phrase, the domestic terrorist. I think you did, yeah, Charlamagne. Yeah, yes. yeah. So who coined the phrase? Oh, my God. You, you crazy, bro. Um <laughs> Oh, man, it's going to be a night. Yo, by the way, my Vegas residency is specifically what it is. Mm-hmm. And my performance at the Super Bowl will specifically be what it is. But I will tell you, I'm not Mr. Steal Your Girl. You know what I'm saying? That's Trey Songs. I'm the guy who tells you, don't leave your girl Don't leave your girl around me. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, so you should have come with your girl. You know what I'm saying? Not. You should be here. <laughs> there's no guilt. You don't, you, don't, you don't feel bad at all when you see, like, the Kiki Palmer situations unfold? Like, there's no guilt whatsoever? 
What would the guilt be that I actually had a great show? No, it's fun. it's fun, but like it it just costs so. Oh, much. you haven't seen my show yet? Okay, baby. Oh no, actually you, I did. Get you, I need you no, a first no, class no, no, seat. No. I got you. I did. I did. I did. I was there. I think it was the second show you did. Shout out to your team. It was an amazing experience. I tell everybody okay. that your show was amazing. I know it's all fun, but I'm just saying there's so much that stemmed from that once it happened with Kiki. I'm like, dang, like do she get like a hey you good call after? Like what happens? I mean, not only did we get a, a good, good call, we shot a video, too. And the idea was Patty to Patty. actually bring good attention. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was to bring good attention to it, good intention and attention. I think that we live in a sensational time. We live very 2D. You know what I'm saying? Life is 1D, 2D, 3D. And I think we live in a 2D space. So the idea of what this is, man, was just about fun and just enjoying, you know, that moment and not missing it. Oh, so you got to stop. You got to stop. They did a whole Boondocks episode about you. Yeah. Okay, don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so, me. Just so you know. They did that way before I was in Vegas. Just so you clear. I so know that. Like, you, you, you have a reputation. You've been doing this, Usher. Stop. <laughs> it's a it's a good thing though. It's good. It's good. You know what it keeps <laughs> It keeps relationships live, you know what I'm saying? You got to do your part. You know what I'm saying? Do your part, Spell. Go ahead. That's why we grabbing your hand when you start singing. When we get out there, I'm going to hold your hand, too. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Them. I now know exactly who I'm singing to. Oh, <laughs> now they're going to come with just them two. It's going to be y'all three in a circle. <laughs> now, Diddy and JD are supposed to do this versus, right? You know, you work with Diddy, you work with JD. How do you stand on that? And are we ever going to get an Usher versus? It's not going to no. happen. You know not what? Not I've said this a million times. There's only like two, maybe three people's catalogs you can't do nothing with. And Usher is one of them. Yeah. Usher got nuclear weapons. Correct. He, you, he, you brushed by it earlier when you was just like, oh, my musical catalog. Nah, bro. Your catalog is different. You got nuclear weapons. I can't. There's only one person I think could even stand there with you. Mary J. Blige. And that's it. Mary I really J. Blige. Truly feel that's that that's it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Shout man. I, I, I appreciate your vote of uh, confidence, bro. I do. Yeah, I got warheads. Uh, let me just say this. <laughs> and, and, and Diddy, my brothers, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think that entire the whole process is about the celebration of legacy. Mm -hmm. We got two men together who have contributed something incredible to my life as an artist. So I'm celebrating both of them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't have a, a dog in the fight. I just know you got two dogs getting ready to fight. That's mm -hmm. what I know. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back, we got more with Usher. This morning, everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. And Lauren LaRose is our special guest host, Charlemagne. You know, yeah. us, you, you, said, you said something. We introduced you at uh, the I Heart Living Black thing. Yep. And we introduced you, and you was like, yo, man, I kind of want y'all to do that over because y'all introduced me and said I worked with a lot of icons. And you was like, but I am an icon. And I said to myself... Yo, he's right. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember having a conversation with Dream, and me and Dream were just talking about how we got to preserve certain people's legacies. Mm -hmm. How, as an icon, because you are, you're a musical icon, undisputed, how do we preserve legacies like yourself while y'all are still active? I don't want to wait until you pass and then everybody's celebrating you. Like, how do we do that while you're still here? Um, This might come off biasly, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to try to do it without thinking of myself. I think that we have to celebrate. I think there's something about, you know, R&B artists versus rock artists versus even hip hop artists that um, is easily disregarded. When you think about Chuck Berry, you think about Little Richard, you think about Domino Fest, think about Paul Robeson. You don't even know these names. Some people may not even understand, but, but no, they pay way for every bit of what we're celebrating in these new means. Saying rather it's 
entertainment based because it was James Brown or Bobby Brown or Michael Jackson. Yeah, by the way, we don't sell records no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, check your... You know what I'm saying? Look at what they would. Who sold records like Michael Jackson? Nobody. Nobody. Extreme shit. That's cool. But who sold records? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And been and been able to sell physical copies like that, especially in this genre. It don't happen. Who sold records like Confessions? Hey, that's a a diamond album. (laughs) Who sold records Uh, like Confessions? uh, Mm -hmm. Nah, but I'm not here to pop my collar. I'm just talking about for real legacy. Needs to be preserved. Everybody, by the way, in R and B is always trying to, you know, really figure out who's the king. But I, I focused my my focus is really on a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? And making certain that we remember R and B artists the same way that hip hop is remembered. And hip hop is preserved not just because of the songs that were created, but also to the fashion. Look at what Amiri is doing. Just you know what I'm saying with 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 hip hop. Mm-hmm. You see. Most deaf and Talib Kweli, you're mm-hmm. like, yo, who that if you a kid? Yo, they giving you culture. They speaking through the clothes. Mm-hmm. Kanye and them, just Sean Puffy Combs creating, you know, that culture, fat form, which is, you know, Russell Simmons. It became something more than just the music. It became a culture. Being a king, I want a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? It's time for us to be able to lift that R&B movement up just as much. That's why you come to Vegas, and that sophistication is out there. That skate is there. That entertainment is there because that's R&B, and you don't get that every day. That ain't gonna be something that everybody gets. But it it, it creates a a conversation that I think is 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 odd. You know what I'm saying? When I hear that comparison, it's funny, especially for people who have done things that nobody else has done. But it's also too misinforming. Cause the new kids, they actually think, oh yeah, if I have this amount of streams or this amount of like looks and likes That's right. that that love that that was a part of building that legacy don't matter. Them likes and that love it don't equate, you know what I'm saying? So oh, like, I totally agree. That's I, why that's why I don't yeah. like and it's no disrespect because these guys are, are are great. You can't compare a weekend to a Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't compare a Chris Brown to a Usher. They're great. Don't get me wrong, those guys are great. They mm-hmm. do what they do, but y'all just came up in a whole different era. People had to actually go to the record store. But also to the and sh- buy the, albums. The craftsmanship. Like when I came to your show in Vegas, and I've seen you before this, but I remember when I left the show, I was just thinking like I don't know if I've ever been to a show of any artist in my time right now that I left feeling the way that I did. Like mm-hmm. the detail that you take with like the, the the performance, the song, the serenading the crowd, like even before that went viral. Like I was just like, I don't know if people, if artists do like my artists that I know are our R&B artists take that time. Like it, it made you feel good. That's a different type of feeling and that matters. Well, thank God that me and L.A. Reid just started, decided to start a label. Mega is going to make some new ones. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at what what he he and Babyface did with LaFace Records and obviously what, you know, he and I even did with artists like Justin, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. So it's like, all right, we come in together and that artist development, it does matter to be able to understand and make certain that people remember that entertainment matters. It's always been the most important part of who I am. Right. But um I think that, you know, there is a way to bridge the gap because I ain't gonna discredit the artists who are who killing it, you know what I'm saying? Because they have a following. Right. But we just do things in a different time and, 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 and it doesn't it's not fair to discredit those amazing artists, Philip Bailey, those amazing singers, you know, 
amazing jazz and all of these different levels of right. music it might seem odd to slow down and listen to these songs but it's really up to y'all as the curators to get them to pay attention to it yeah. maybe you come up with a fact of the day maybe y'all start saying yo call in call us and tell me what this sample is and then right. before you know it people are being in, you know informed mm -hmm. create new connections to preserve our legacies not mine mm -hmm. but the legacy of the things that have assisted us you know what I mean babies were born to these songs right. you know what I mean moments that we've had to these records you know how many amazing things mm -hmm. that track our lives in these songs how easily we can just throw them away and move to the next chapter nah man you gotta you gotta keep it in keep it keep inform your audience you right. know what i'm saying i was I gonna read everything you're saying don't that. sensationalize it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. we gotta have a little bit of thirst trap there but i'm just saying for real mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying let's let's mm -hmm. Let's, let's, let's be real here. You know what I'm no, saying? I agree with everything you're saying, and that's why, you know, we got to be intentional, too, about celebrating. I think a lot of times, especially as men, you like, oh, man, you d riding. It's easy to make jokes. It's easy to even critique something when you don't like it, but it's, it's for whatever reason, it's hard to be like, nah, that's that dude right there. Yeah, like, absolutely. Usher's, Usher's an icon. Intimate conversations are intended for intimate spaces. When you have a broadcasting space, what you say becomes the law, mm -hmm. right? There's many conversations of debate of who's the illest MC or the best rapper mm -hmm. or the best dancer in the barbershop or even in the private confines of your house, but not everybody understands how to process that and it just then instigates conversation and things that are not really about preserving real work and real artistry, man. Now, now is this the we're talking to Usher. He's over in Paris doing his residency in Paris. I was going to ask. So this is your first album where it's almost you're not on a major label. It's almost like you're part of it. This is like almost your independent where you're putting everything behind this one, right? Yeah, uh, Gamma, uh, Larry Jackson's effort. You know, it, it far exceeds just me. There's many other artists that are going to come, but me in LA, we started a label under uh, Gamma called Mega. Wow, and. Um, it's the beginning of, you know, the continuation of our legacy, the beginning of the continuation of our legacy, you know. And it's called Coming Home, the next album. Why Coming Home? Why that name? Coming Home, I mean, there's ultimately been several things that make me feel like I'm coming home. Not even a place, but just a feeling. Me reconnecting with L.A. <laughs> me coming home into a space of comfort, rather it's Las Vegas or rather it's just the home that is Atlanta and the home that I'm building there. The coming home of becoming a better man, a better man to my woman, a better man to my to my family, a better man to, you know, the world and the story that I choose to tell that don't make me perfect. And I'm not getting ready to, you know, you know, just change the narrative. I'm going to be honest about some of the things that I've gone through to create these songs, which I always have kept it honest in my music, whether you understood it or not. Um, but coming home, even to the culture of where I come from, you know what I mean? You, I don't know if you saw me. If you go to my IG, you'll see me, you know, uh, doing festival things over in Ghana. When I spent time in Ghana and I went to the original spaces where slaves were brought in off the ships, something about that made me reignite coming home to our original home, the motherland. And all of those things started to sneak their way into my music. You know, rather it was the algorithms of the song or the rhythm and beat of what was going on with, you know, I'm a piano and, and, and Afro beats. All of those things began to instigate my creativity. So um, I'm coming home in all of those ways. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Usher, we the, look forward the, to the seeing icon, you. The icon known as Usher.
That's right. Okay, who should always be celebrated. That's right. All right, and it's a beautiful thing to see you at your Las Vegas residency, and it's going to be a beautiful thing to see you at the Super Bowl halftime show, reminding people why you are indeed Usher Raymond. I can't wait to see the skates at the Super Bowl. That's going to be dope. I just want to tell Charlamagne one thing. The Cowboys are not going to be in the Super Bowl, so I just want to just clear that up right now. Just clear that right now. Well, I don't know if they are or not, but Usher will be. Usher will be, ladies and gentlemen. I know Usher will be. That's right. We appreciate you for joining us. Thank you, my brother. Absolutely. I'm so happy that I was able to give y'all this news. First, we appreciate, appreciate you, that. King. Ladies Great and gentlemen, and love back to you. Love back to you. All right, it's Usher. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, let's, right. let's get right to the rumors. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. On the Breakfast Club, Lauren came in hot. You know, well, she, I, right? I came in telling the truth. <laughs> So Carrie Washington uh, just recently made a, a huge discovery. Uh, she discovered that her dad is not her biological father. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has a new book out. It's a memoir. It's called Thicker Than Water. And she talks about how she was actually planning to go on a show. Mm-hmm. We got the book right here. Yes, yes we do. Um, she was planning to go on a show that um, Henry Louis Gates Jr. was doing called Finding Your Roots. And on that show, it's all about like, you know, you do all the DNA testing and all that Mm -hmm, stuff to find mm -hmm. out where you're from and all this info about your family. And her family, when she told them that she was going to do the show, they, her mom and her dad reached out to the show and said, Hey, look, her dad is not her biological dad. What should we do? And they suggested that, you know, her mom and her dad have a conversation with her before filming because they didn't want her to find out while, while filming. Wow. So back in, I think she said it was 2018. They reached out to her and said, Hey, come by the house. Let's sit down. Let's talk, have some dinner. And they told her um, that she, it was actually a surrogate, um, not a surrogate, but a sperm, sperm donor. donor. Yeah, sperm, sperm, do- donor. sperm donor. Mm-hmm. Sperm, sperm donor mm-hmm. um, who uh, fathered her. And she said that, you know, because of that, it kind of changed her perspective on a lot of things and mm-hmm. made her look deeper into just who she is mm-hmm. and kind of some of the things she went through as she was growing up. She said she struggled with insecurity, um, just a, a lot of different th- questioning herself. Mm-hmm. Her body, uh, her upbringing, just so many different things. And, and she also said her parents didn't want her to write about this in the book. but And they've been, always been supportive of her career, but they asked her not to write about this. And she decided that this was something she needed to do for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some audio uh, from the interview that she did with uh, People Magazine. You know, when I got this new information about my family, I just thought, I'm done with secrets. Like, I'm done hiding. I don't want to hide anything anymore. Um, I just want to be able to have my story and live my life and not hold on to shame or fear or um, worry about how I might be judged. I just I wanted to really be in my truth. Yeah, we aren't doing uh, ourselves any favors by keeping secrets from each other as a family. But I guess it's just a matter of when. Right. Yeah. You know, there's some things you don't want to hit it. Hit a kid with right. You want to wait till they get a little bit older. They so, didn't have. So they can understand it. There was a quote from her that they really didn't have any plans to tell her. Like mm. they didn't want to tell her. But what changes though? Like nothing. If, if well, they knew or not, nothing changes. They still raised her. They raised her. A very much young so. Lady. She's very successful. So I, I very don't, much what so. changes. You know. Uh, well, she says that you know for years she struggled with to be exact anxiety, self esteem issues, self esteem issues, and an eating disorder uh, when she was younger, and she feels like those symptoms might have been something that. Uh, was caused because of her parents' secret. Hereditary. Because there was always... I mean, you have to think about... Not even hereditary, but you have to think that there's some sort of distance 
at some point in the house because there's certain questions I'm sure she's asking certain things she wants to know about that they're basically having a lie about because it wasn't her dad. Well, the only thing I, I would say that that would change is there's certain things that you would want to know, right? Like if if your your father, your mother had heart problems or there was high blood pressure or stuff, That's you know, yeah, health wise. Y'all just said that. But, yeah. other, but other than that, none of that other stuff really matters, right? It's still your mother, still your father. Right? I think it's easy to say when you're not in her shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it actually makes you understand what the real definition of a father is because just because you provide the sperm doesn't make you a father. True. Right. That man was clearly a father. A father, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, so the the book is here, and uh, she says she gets into a lot of the things that, um, you know, at some point she said she felt like somebody was not telling her something about her body, and this book, this it, it just explores mm. everything that, I guess, you know, she wished she knew, the things she feels now that she knows, and more about Carrie Washington. Yeah. She could be joining us this week. Yes, she will be. Mm -hmm. Now, on to other news. Um... <laughs> Kiki Palmer actually opened up a little bit more, not too much, about where she is right now in her relationship with her uh, uh, kid's father, Darius Jackson. You and Darius out for drinks? Oh, and I was at the Beyonce concert. Yes. yes, I was Damn. watching this what was live. Happening oh my gosh, the Beyonce concert! First of all, that was my second time going. I went first with my homegirls, and then he was like. I hear everybody's going for her birthday. I said, does that mean we're going again? Yeah. Well, was, are you are you all about him? Good. Yeah. <laughs> are we not y'all trying, try, trying to get into it. <laughs> they tried it. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. You were a talk show host. You yeah. know. Yes. You know. Yeah. And you kind of brought it up. We want to know if you're I'm happy. Howling. Are you I'm, happy? Yes. Life is good. I have nothing but gratitude, honestly. Seriously. For the relationship. <laughs> are y'all just trying to be specific? Well, are y'all together? You know, I'm going to take a page out of my girl Beyonce's book, My Jaws Business. No, 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 no. The way my insecurities are set up, you have to claim me publicly now. You done been all at that man's show. They were all on in Instagram that man Live video. publicly. I need to hear it too, right there on Hold It. What's that? What was that? It was the Today Show with uh, Hold It and Jenna. Hold It and Jenna. Salute to Hold It and Jenna. I need to, you need to claim me publicly. They were on Instagram Live together on her birthday. What, what other type of claiming do you need? I need more than just the Instagram uh, claim. That's okay? a short man syndrome. He's tall. I said, wow. I said the way my insecurities are Wow. He's Let me, me see. Publicly. Let me see. I, I'm gonna look. I think he's You like, would want your snow king to claim you, right? Whoa. First of all, you would I want don't. your white wow. King. Wow. First of all, you would, I don't. Your, you would want your Caucasian king to claim you. I don't wow. have a Caucasian king. Don't let him talk to you like that, Lauren. My, my, all of the black men I've ever dated have always claimed me. Because I am a prize. Wait I am a, a queen. Okay. After we do donkey today, <laughs> where you want to go? We're going to see about these black men. Because Lauren ain't been talking about no black men all morning. Mm -mm. I asked Lauren what she liked better, Snow Kings or Snow Crabs. She said, I ain't never had no Snow Crabs. That's not true. I said, <laughs> wow. I didn't even know how to say. Now, what is going now, on up here? Now, now I never Lauren. ate a, a crab oil. I asked you, do you I like said, Snow Kings or Snow Crabs? I said, I, I ain't never had no Snow Crabs. No, crab. I said I would, don't prefer the Snow Crabs. I prefer the whole crab. <laughs> ladies, ladies. The blue yeah. crab. Ladies, if ladies, ladies. Talk, okay, ladies. We're going to talk after yeah. Donkey. Ladies, Can that is your room where's report. Where's your fan? I am totally <laughs> against it. That's right. Wow. All right. Well, Solomon, who are you giving that donkey to? This is getting heated. Well, after the hour, we need a man named Eric Thomas to come to the front of the congregation, okay? We need to have a word with him. All right. And then after that, are we calling? Who, who are we calling? To the phone lines. Well, no, yeah, I want to. Lauren did bring up a thing. Lauren said that uh, all black women <laughs> love Travis Kelsey. I didn't she say said that. They have First Travis of all, Kelsey on their wall. Mm. She said they've been had the jerseys mm. way before the increase in sales with Taylor Swift. So I just want to know if this one is true. thing you don't need to start is the Black Effect PR firm because you're misspeaking <laughs> for your clients. I didn't say all black women. Okay. I said black women have 
a thing for ladies? Travis Kelsey and a thing ladies? for NSYNC. Not all black women, ladies, but it's a thing. Ladies, 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 ladies. Donkey, the day's up next. And then we're going to open up the phone lines. All right? Woo, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. We're donkey. Yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, September 26th goes to a 33-year-old Tampa, Florida man named Eric Thomas. I'm starting to realize uh, that donkey of the day triggers my anxiety. And the reason it triggers my anxiety is because I realize that I'm sharing space on this third rock from the sun with some real live idiots. And it reminds me that every single day we wake up, the only thing that's keeping us safe is avoiding these idiots. But you just don't know they're idiots until they do something idiotic. Okay? And it's not that people are stupid, all right? That's the other scary part. A lot of folks are very smart and fully aware of what it is they are doing. The biggest issue in America today, though, to me, is simply the fact that folks really don't know right from wrong. I don't care to know the difference between right and wrong, okay? We live in an era where good is mistaken for evil, wrong is mistaken for right, and Satan is surely mistaken for God because folks just be out here committing crimes as if committing crimes is normal. Case in point, Eric Thomas. See, Eric Thomas is a drug dealer, all right? He's your neighborhood pusher, trap star, D-boy, weed man, peddler, your source for all things that get you high. Really just weed, though. And he was recently charged with a pair of drug felonies and booked into the county jail where he remains locked up on a $7,000 bond. Now, in the past year, Thomas has been convicted of weed, uh, booger sugar, cocaine, and battery, all right? He's got a pending case where he has been accused of possessing seven Ziploc baggies of weed. The pot was discovered when he was emptying his pockets into a plastic tray at a court security checkpoint. Did you hear what I just said? Eric was emptying his pockets into a plastic tray at a court security checkpoint, and he took seven Ziploc bags of weed out and put them into the plastic tray at the court security checkpoint. If you're wondering, uh, in Florida, uh, weed is still not legal. All right. God bless him. OK, that happened to me once. I was in a car with a former associate and we got pulled over and he had his license, his registration, insurance and a plastic envelope type thing. And he handed it to the police officer. But if you got he also had a few bumps of that white girl in that envelope, too. Got us all locked up because he didn't claim it until we got to the police station. I tried to snitch on site. I tried to. <laughs> but police wouldn't listen to me because I was trying to snitch by subtraction, meaning it was three of us in the car. So I told police to do the math. What's uh, three minus one? Because it ain't mine. It just leaves those two. But that wasn't good enough for them. You know, even though we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search 
is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Our charges eventually got dropped. I should have just told on him right then and there. But none of none of that has anything Jesus to do with uh, what I'm speaking on now because that's not even why Eric Thomas is getting donkey today. I'm just trying to paint the picture of the type of donkey we're dealing with. The reason Eric is getting donkey today is because Eric is in jail because of Eric. And I just don't understand how so many humans hate snitching, but we literally are in an era where folks don't do anything but incriminate themselves. It also bugs me out. When people claim to hate the police so much, but as soon as a crime is committed against them, law enforcement is the first person they call. And that's what Eric did. See, Eric got robbed for $10. Hmm? Eric said someone stole $10 from him. Not just stole $10 from him. He called the police and told police that he was selling weed and someone stole $10 from him while attempting to sell it. Uh, according to the arrest affidavit, and I'll read it for you. As he was reporting the theft, he had 11 baggies of reefer in his hands. It says, uh, 
the defendant called police in reference to a theft. Once police made contact with him, he stated he was selling weed and someone stole $10 from him while attempting to sell it. The defendant had 11 baggies of weed in his hand while walking up to the offices. He was arrested for this and while performing a search of his person, two baggies with a white powdery substance which tested positive for cocaine were located in his wallet. Now we get into the bottom of things. We're getting to the bottom of things, people. See, he was selling the weed but clearly sniffing the cocaine. All right, that cocaine mixed with Rihanna's makeup is ruining society. All right, maybe the cocaine was Fenty free. I don't know, but I know that he clearly was high. This story makes way more sense when you know that he was high because there is no way in Satan's kingdom that someone calls the police to report $10 was stolen from them while doing a drug deal and then approaches officers with a bunch of drugs in their hand. But once again, this is who we have to contend with on this planet. Every day, these are the days of our lives. And as the world turns, we have to deal with these young and restless individuals. They bored. They got too much time on their hands. They have access to everything but know nothing. And I'm being honest with you, it's one of the reasons I'm thinking about raising all my children in another country. Because we only got one life to live. And I want to live my life in peace. I don't want the drama. I love comedy, not soap operas. And that's why I do Donkey of the Day. Because this society is all a dramedy. It's really all drama, but you have to make it a dramedy. Okay, and as my great friend Little Duval says, if you're not laughing at life, you're missing the point. Please give Eric Thomas the biggest hee haw. <laughs> now, uh, the president of the Fat Lives Matter committee mm-hmm. uh, told me that he has found access to the actual police call, the 911 call. Really? I haven't heard it yet. Okay, let's hear it. 911, what's your emergency? Listen, it's your boy Eric Thomas, and I really want to report this theft, right? I was pitching work on the block, and this f***ing pulled up to me and stole $10 from me, and I need y'all to do something about it. What y'all about to do about it? Wait a minute, so let me get this straight. You're selling drugs mm-hmm. on the block right now. Yep. And a customer stole $10 from you? That's Is correct. this real? While you were selling drugs. Uh-huh. And you're reporting it. That's right. For us to arrest them. Exactly. And you are who again? Thomas. All right, so uh, I have all of that information. Um, oh. We're going to go ahead and send out uh, one. No, we're going to go ahead and send out two squad cars, mm. and hopefully we can resolve the crime that have been committed today. Okay? Thank you. That's all I was asking for. I'll be right here waiting. Yo. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. 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 All right. Mm. Well, thank you for that donkey today. No need to play a game and guess what race it is. Huh? <laughs> We nope. know niggas when we hear them, huh? Nah, nah, nah. All right. Go on play that game today. Okay. All right. Now, let's uh, let's move on. Say peace, BET. BET, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, BET. Right. I can't, I can't believe Lauren asked, was that real? What? Of course it was real, Lauren. Because oh. just done. Lauren, I told you earlier, you need to believe me even when I'm lying. Cap. That was not a real call, Lauren. Yes, it was. Would you stop? Lauren. Believe me. If you it listen. was too. First of all. Lauren. You probably gonna believe him because he's lighter. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Am, am I? Whoa, whoa. Oh. You want to get to the topic now, then? Oh. You see, I just said get to the topic. All right. Eight hundred five eight five one All I hear Lauren in here talking about is her Snow King, Travis Kelsey. That is Travis true. Travis this, Travis that. Yes. How she's so hurt that Travis has decided to move on and got him a human jaw helmet named Taylor Swift, mm. and she said all black women are so hurt behind it. I didn't say all black women. And I know why you're really upset. Travis Kelsey is 6'5". Wow. It's okay. You wore your red today. I'm 6'5 backwards. 
Okay. No, you definitely not. You you're probably five, like six five, five backwards. No, you're five five. But okay, I'm five six. Let's open up the Actually, phone. Actually, five seven on my license because they asked me. You're five five. You're probably on your tippy toes. 800-585-1051. What is the question? The question is, do black women love Travis Kelsey as much as Lauren? Wow. Says they do. Don't. Don't. <laughs> wow. That's not the question. The question is, do black women think that Travis Kelsey is a joint or no? Same difference. No, it's it's a very it's a very big difference. And for people that just tuned Joe in, Biden. we found out earlier that, yes, Lauren LaRosa did jump in his DMs. Yes. You did, Lauren. Don't lie. <laughs> I am totally against it. That's right. We need Dr. Where is Where Dr. Dr. Umar come from? Really I, can't, I can't say that I can't say that I did or didn't jump in his DMs, but it was for a show. Mm-hmm. We, it was a part of a show. What was the show we were called? having a conversation. It was uh, when I was for at the TNT. Love of Mayonnaise. No, what we were. We were <laughs> the love of mayonnaise. What was the name of the show? <laughs> no, we gotta go. We, we gotta had, go. We'll, okay. we'll go talk about it when we come back. 800-585-1051. Allegedly, Laura LaRosa loves uh, this white king. Snow King. <laughs> the Snow King. Mm. So we're mm. asking women, mm. black women, do you like Do you love Travis Kelsey like as much Lauren as Lauren says y'all do? 800-585-1051. Lauren said it's just because Charlamagne's hating because he's really only 5'5 five five and he's jealous about that. Five, but we'll six. discuss when we come back. 5'5 five five is The Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here, and she has been uh, talking about this uh, Nubian white king that she loves so much. Yeah, first of all, salute to all the women who just discovered the NFL because of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is going to make all these women Chiefs fans the way Dion has made everybody else Colorado fans. And Lauren has been in here all morning. Just, I mean, pouring her beautiful black heart out over this Caucasian man named Travis Kelsey. I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just it just hurts me to see her so hurt over the fact that he has apparently ditched sisters and moved on to white women. I don't know if this is true or not. Is that true, Lauren? I mean, he was dating. Oh, so you did? You really did, did like him? No, I didn't like him. I just thought he was fire. Like I thought he was cute and you you were attractive. I might have You would have crossed the line You told me 87% of all black women Had Travis Kelsey I never gave you a stat Now you you talking crazy I did not I said that For black women At least the black women That are in my group chat Mm -hmm. NSYNC and Travis Kelsey Those are both People are Justin Timberlake from NSYNC. I'm about to say all NSYNC No 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 no. Even Joey Justin Timberlake (laughs) Specifically But we we been got rid of him And Travis Kelsey Are there, you have white boys where you like. Oh, so you would have crossed the line for him. So you would have you would have crossed the line, the black line, to, to talk to those white brothers. What's the what line? Those white guys? What's you would have let Doctor ha- Umar down. Wow. You would have <laughs> let Doctor Umar down. I don't know if I live my life day to day to please Doctor Umar. No, you mm. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just doing what's best for me. So what about this white king that you love so much? Snow I king. didn't love him. I just thought he was cute, and I just was like, you know. I asked you if you ever had him. snow kings or snow crabs. You told me you ain't never had no. I crabs. did not say that either. That's exactly what you said. I did not say that either. I said I prefer whole crabs, the blue crab. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Why? are you still are you still on the white side? The or are, you, are you coming back on this side? I never went over there, y'all. That's what y'all don't understand. You can look at what everybody has looked at somebody and been like, oh, they're cute for a, like, he's cute for a white boy. No, but you were in his DM. No, That's a little different. It, and, and she knew what kind of clothes he was. She was like, he used to wear Tim's. He didn't have his butters laced oh, up no, the right way. Oh, no, he was way. swaggy. I don't care what y'all calling and say about him. He was swaggy. Now, I told y'all, now he's giving the cop that turned the body cam off. That haircut is not 
it. Don't disrespect that man because he found joy. He can find all his joy. All he might his be peace. back. Well, let, let, let's go to the phone line. He left. It's okay. We have Shelly on the line. Shelly, good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning, everyone. I'm so pleased that I'm actually getting through. And uh, Miss Lauren, you're doing an awesome job. Your vibe is blending perfectly. So pertaining to the question, I don't know if I could go off with it's not um, Kelsey, but in general, like snow crabs, white crabs and such. <laughs> snow crabs. Um, <laughs> I like yo, snow crabs, though. Yo. Snow crabs is good. I like that. <laughs> okay, great, great. So for me, I do like snow crabs. It's just something about snow crabs that makes me just get excited. Oh, boy. Um, Keanu Reeves is my top tier of who, every time I see him, I'm just like, um, my my... My coochie's like, ooh, Kiana. Ooh. Oh, okay, so Kiana's yeah. your vibe. Like you, it's yeah. not that you want to be with him, but he, as a white boy, you just like, ooh, Kiana. Like he, Dr. Umar. You know right yeah, I, I will always go for my black king. But exactly. when it comes to um, sexuality, it's just something oh. about that. Wow. And this might be a little off, guys, but also Putin. Putin is another one that Putin. I'm like, yo. No, hang up no. on her. <laughs> we got it. I'm fucking all she over your taste. Me. She, lo- she, no, she no, lost no. me with sexuality because I, that, this, uh, this one thing I will say, earlier you asked about a question about like having sex with like a, a white person. I've never even thought about that. I just looked at him and was like, oh, he's cute, but I never thought that far. You lying. Lauren, that's I cat. I haven't. I that's swear, cat. I never You just thought. talked about his brat, his butters would look so ill and the beard looks so sexy. Because he's and then physically you never about attract. It? I've never thought that Lauren far. Lauren threw up the W, right? I thought she was doing West Side because <laughs> yeah. she'd be in LA. She was doing this for white. white men. Oh, white. And now, because you did that, everybody who has a taste for snow crabs is calling in because of you. <laughs> white gang. Let's see that's what you did. Hello? Dr. Uma about to raise. Holy hell again, Hello? You, Lauren. Hey, What's your name? Hey, this is Neva. Neva, what's your your comment, Neva? What you think? What's your thoughts? Well, although Travis Kelsey is nice looking, I prefer dark meat. There you go. And that's a great... I'm with her. You said Welch is great? Don't bring him home. He said dark meat and Welch is great? She said no damn Welch is great. What'd you say? (laughs) No, I said dark meat. Okay. Okay. That's right, queen. It's nothing wrong with saying (laughs) that... It's nothing wrong with saying that Travis (laughs) Kelsey is a good looking man. That does not mean that I don't date black men. You said 93% of all black women love Travis Now it's Kelsey. 93%. It was 87 before. You, you really be sitting here <laughs> lying. It was 87% before. You, you really be sitting here you lying. You said before the jersey sales went up for t- because of Taylor Swift, you already had one. I did not have no damn That's what you Travis said. Kelsey jersey. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Where you calling from, Kayla? Kayla? three. From Columbia. Oh, okay. Um, so... About the dude, he is fine. I didn't know anything about him until this morning when I saw him going viral. But yes, he is fine. I'm down with it. Wow. So it's Lauren's fault. Lauren is the reason you know about no, him. No, she now. said when he started going viral because Black Twitter has been on. No, him. she said she looked it up when she heard you this morning. That's right. Yeah. You got an agenda uh, this morning, Lauren. <laughs> Wait, hold on, sis. What did you say, sis? Can we clarify because they in here speaking for us? You need to go wash your hands because you're spreading jungle fever, Lauren. All over the place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, you use some hand sanitizer right now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. He is fine. You can't get around that point. He is. And Kayla, you he looked him up fine. because Lauren said something this morning, right? No, I actually got Yes, yes. Okay, Kayla. Yep, Kayla. Yep, it's Lauren's fault. We got you. You got an agenda yep. this morning. I have an agenda, but you he got ain't here lying about fever. sex. He got jungle fever. <laughs> this is an agenda, Lauren. We know what the hell going on in these streets. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. Y'all, come get With- y'all people. 
Let's discuss. Uh, Lauren is into white men this morning. Lauren We're trying to figure out Travis why. Oh, God See, God said, don't like ugly. Lauren, if Lauren y'all were love. just in here, y'all would have saw that DJ Envy just almost took his left leg out because God does not like ugly, and I'm one of his children. That ain't God. That's the white devil. You have summoned him. Let me light my Palo Santo. You have summoned him in this in this oh room this God. morning. Let don't me come light here with my that Palo Santo. I have this sparkling water, and I think that this was sent to me to block you. <laughs> It's the, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here. She's our guest host. And if you're just joining us, she came into work this morning crushed, hurt. This is all uh, true. Disgruntled. You should always believe us when we're lying, but this is true. I yeah, want to no, read some tweets. She, tweet she came in this other. morning so hurt because Travis Kelsey is with Taylor Swift. Her white king decided to leave black women and start dating white women again, and she was hurt by it this morning. I cannot believe you, Lauren. Like, let that Snow King, you know, find love the best way he knows how. He found it. He we don't know if he really found it, though. I don't really care. He was cute. He's not anymore, and now we've moved on. She's My hurt. how things have changed in two hurt. hours. Two hours ago, you cared. Oh, uh, now I'm bitter. You was in wow. his. <laughs> you were telling us how you was in his DMs. You were in you his know, DMs. Somebody reality show. Yeah, it was not for that reality. What show. was the name of the show? For the love of mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> for the love of helmets. <laughs> for the love of sponsored helmets. by Kraft. For the love of raisins <laughs> and the potato salad. Now I'm just now. Wow. Now I'm just casting on for the love of raisins. Like, come wow. on. Wow. Hello, Cassandra. Good morning. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. Oh Lord. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I'm about to I get love it. you guys so much. I'm just teasing. No, I personally, I don't find white men attractive. That's my thing. I think that their dingling looks like bacon. What? See, y'all keep going to sex. <laughs> I, going too far. I can't even imagine. Like I, like I've never, I've never experienced that, and I can't imagine it. I just thought he was cute. I thought his swag was cute. You would have dated him. No, no. Maybe I, I wouldn't even. I didn't even know who he was until the blog started talking about him. Nah, I'm okay. Okay. Don't nobody you. want that pork. No pork on my fork, Lauren. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Hello, <Wait>. who's this? <laughs> Hello. Hey, Eddie. Hello. Would you would you date uh, a white man? You find Travis Kelsey attractive? Sexy? Absolutely not. So why you why calling? Why you calling? To answer the question. What you mean? Okay, the question is, do you, <laughs> do find, you find Travis Kelsey sexy? Yes or no? Is he answer. attractive? That wasn't the question. That, that was, was the question. Hello, you said bend over. That's what I thought he said too. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what? He do play tight end. Travis Kelsey is a tight end. Oh, y'all didn't even know that. <laughs> See, my, my black kings up here acting a little. They they getting a little crazy up here, y'all. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Hello. How we both here bend over? Uh, I heard what's, that too. What's your name? Tripping. Hello. Hey, what's your name, Mama? Hey, I'm Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Do you find Travis sexy? Yeah, but I think it was the goatee or the beard or whatever he had. The girl. The mustache. Yes. gave him like racist white man vibes. Look at you. No, don't stop saying yes now, Lord. No, the beard, and the, the beard and the goatee was giving him the vibes. When he cut that now, I'm telling y'all, now it, mm-mm, it's not there. Let's go to one more color. Amari. Hey. Good morning. Where you calling from? Good morning. I'm calling from Fayetteville, North Carolina. What's happening? All right. We talk about Yay. Travis Kelsey. What's your, what's your opinion? You find him sexy? I don't think that we should care. I'm not going to care. I didn't even know who Travis Kelsey was. 
until I saw all of this on the like news about him going from the black girl to Taylor Swift. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I feel like we got enough black teams. It's all right. Like we're not quitting Travis Kelsey. Mm. Okay. We not. We moved on. Now see, here's the thing. None of y'all want to admit that the only thing turning you off about Travis Kelsey is that he's with Taylor Swift. That's really what it is. Um, no, because he's white. So I already assumed that he dates white girls. He just didn't at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, what turned me? His physical appearance changed recently, okay. and I don't know if that's because he's with Taylor Swift, but it is not giving. And that may be a whole nother conversation because when you dissect it, I like the beard, the tint, like the swag, which I'm isn't looking, originally his. I'm looking at a picture they just sent me right now. He looked like he should have been on Euphoria. Like he should have been like Fez's cousin or something. I can see that. You know but I mean? if you, it was certain times he would show up to the games in like his like sweatsuits and that. that, that that's what made you like him? You, yeah. But when you look at that, that's a black man. That is not a black the swag, man. You, I'm saying the swag of a black man. You know man. what it is? Look at the shoes he got on. She probably uh, was buying. I didn't see the shoes. We're I stopped. We're not wearing Uggs like that. I stopped right. Stop What's the sister name? Sister Kayla. Name? Kayla. Kayla probably was picking his outfits up. That's he probably was really nice. That's probably. He still thinks he or he's still dressing away. It's just not. What's What's the moral of the story? You know, the moral right. of the story no. is don't say nothing in this room with Charlemagne and Envy because they're gonna get on the radio and flip it all the way around. That's Lauren's moral of the story. Doctor Umar's moral of the story is this. I sentence you to five. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hundred lashes for conduct unbecoming a black. That's right, Lauren. Wow. <laughs> now we can now we condoning domestic uh, violence. That was not domestic violence. Okay. Wow. <laughs> no, because he didn't say who was giving the lashes. He just said he sentences you. Oh, now you got clarity on what people saying. Yes, because you didn't have it two minutes ago when it was about me. The moral right. of the story is I can we can say that someone is cute and then move on. We've moved on. We don't right. need him. But we got rumors on the way. Can, can, can we get in the like fight the power or something right now? We got anything? Do, do something, man. man. I mean, Lauren has just you know she needed to just sanitize her hands. <laughs> like she need to wear a mask. She just they spread jungle know, fever to they, all our listeners. They said I know Travis Kelsey's family be in the group chat happy calling his ex a color girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Rumors on the way is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You all right? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. As a matter of fact, I actually, no. So I I thought about something. A lot of the things that you guys were saying, I definitely hear y'all. And I took it in. Y'all know, I'm looking at y'all like big brothers now, but I think that there's a conversation that we really need to have. You got that for me? What's the conversation? We ain't even playing. It's a problem when I do it. Because, hold on. Because... There have been several situations where I have had to, when I say argue down men about dating outside of their race, especially black men, mm-hmm. and how they act like that is like the uh, Amex card or, you know what I mean? Like a, a stamp of approval or entrance into a VIP section that you couldn't afford in the first place. Whoa. But when I when I sit Whoa. here and say someone is cute, y'all, y'all, the world wants to turn upside down. I just want people to understand that like... We can have our our space as well too. We are allowed to look at a, a person of another race and say they're cute, even if someone wanted to date someone of another race. I don't, but black women are allowed to do whatever they want to do. Lauren, I want you to know this is a safe space. It's a non-judgmental <laughs> journey. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. Whatever you do not have to explain. You why made you got up four fever. statistics. <laughs> you you don't have to explain why you love Travis Kelsey. It's okay. See, that okay. didn't hit the way that it needed to. But you're going to take this home and you're going to sit with it and you're going to think about it and be like, you know what? Lauren's right. Lauren, we love you regardless. <laughs> Yo, y'all are so Dr. good Umar may not. Y'all are <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Umar may not. Can we? Oh, this we, is we this do. is a crazy let's, segue talking about black women. Let's get to the rumors. Yeah. Lauren Rosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a little bit. Move out the way. 
So Tory Lanez, um, he shared a voice message from prison um, and he promised that there was going to be some new music coming. Hey, yo, Umbrellas, man, what's good? I'm talking to you live from prison right now, man. I'm, I'm just happy to get out that bullshit county jail. They was hating on the young fly you heard. Have your 24-hour lockdown, half-size cell by myself, no windows, no mirrors. Ain't even seen himself in a whole year, yo. But with all them disadvantages against me, my head has always been held high, man. And I want y'all to know I'm in great spirits. My drive and my ambition is growing stronger and stronger every day. And I'm so proud of how y'all been moving in my support, man. I know this feels like a scary time, but don't be afraid, man. This don't spark no fear in my heart at all. In fact, I'm more prepared than ever. The music, the videos, and all the projects you've wanted, they all ready to drop. So let's just start with the one that we want most, the Alone in Crime Deluxe. I don't ever want to sound that happy calling from Yo, don't he sound like he calling from vacation? Yeah, there's no reason to sound like that unless you're about to come home. He said my head is held high. I was thinking, it don't got to go that far. And I'm not saying Jesus that you got to be Christ. sad or, you know, bitter, but I don't want to sound that happy calling from prison. Well, maybe he knows his, his conditions. He knows where he's going to be, and he's just trying to see the brighter side of, of, uh, of I think of it's important when you, I mean, because he said he was doing 25 like in. That means there's no one. So you're not getting out of, that means you're on lockdown. That he's means doing you're 23, not get, 23 and 1. Right? He just said 25. At the last place he was at, I know twenty five hours a day. Just twenty three. He did twenty three hours. Oh, he had one hour out. He's still whoa, lying. Whoa, 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 he just whoa, said that. Did he say twenty five? He, <laughs> oh, he said twenty five. I think he meant the twenty. I think he meant the twenty three and one, and he just added it wrong. Yeah, twenty three. But and one. what he was trying to say is he wasn't allowed out at all. Correct. So when you're in a situation like that, and then you get to a place where it's a bit better, obviously he gets a little bit more free time because mm -hmm. he's making calls. He's just. Ex I don't even want to say excited, but he feels a lot better about his situation. I'm sure he does, yeah. And, but, he, and he also knows that he's do, he's doing that for social media. So it's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot of performance mm -hmm. performance in that call as well. You gonna listen to the music? What music? Alone at Prom, the deluxe is dropping. That's what he was announcing. Are Alone you gonna listen? Alone at Prom? Yeah, you know he did the whole like it was like a whole series. Thing. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I I mean I don't know. Maybe I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm. Run a run to listen to it when it comes out, but if it, yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, he says that you know the umbrellas, which are his fans, have been holding him down, so it's dropping soon. Okay, he sounds supported. So, yeah. Um. So moving on, we are going to go to uh, Offset. <laughs> so Offset sat down uh, with the podcaster Bobby. Alhoff, I don't know how you say her last name. Alhoff, I think it Alhoff. is. Alhoff. But this is the this is the podcaster who's become super famous. Remember, uh, uh, Elliot Wilson was upset that Drake sat down with her. Yeah, she, she did does, Drake. Yeah, she, she does like the very Marco. dry mm -hmm. back and forths. And people are really uh, giving kudos to Offset a bit because he finally stumped her. Right. You do. That's um, the question. I interview people. Why? Because I want to get to know them. Why do you want to get to know me? Um, I didn't. You did. Your team reached out to mine. Don't cap. Let's not cap about that. Let's not put. Let's not flex for the ground. <laughs> CAP flag on the play. <laughs> cap. What was that? Are you trying to make a song right now? No, it's cap. Okay. <laughs> I honestly don't know how this came about. I'm not gonna lie to you. Me either. Okay, well, my team could have reached out to yours. I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to make you look bad. They had to show me who Bobby was. I thought they were talking about Bobby Boucher. Never heard of Offset. In the water? Life. Yes, you have. <laughs> I have not. I googled Damn. you on the way here, and I read something about you. I was—I had to go TikTok search. I couldn't Google you. Google's not there yet. You're not there yet, but you'll be there. So the people are saying, "Oop, all set, finally got her." 
Well, it's easy to stomp someone who doesn't know anything about you. Like, she's got a great gig. She can interview a bunch of rappers she knows nothing about and sit there and tell them she knows nothing about them and everybody will watch the interview. Which is crazy to me because she's, she's gotten, you know, like you said, Drake. She's gotten, I think Shaquille O'Neal did it. I think mm-hmm. uh, Lil Yachty did it. Uh, him. So the fact that she's getting these great guests and she really pretends to know nothing about them. Somebody asked uh, Vlad, I forget if it was academic, because he's in a couple interviews recently, who's the black equivalent of him? I would ask who's the black equivalent of her. Like, could there be a black equivalent? Someone who literally knows nothing about they white people and would sit down and literally do this. They with wouldn't them. go. Would it work? The artists wouldn't go. Labels wouldn't send them. Managers wouldn't take them. They wouldn't go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a cool character she got. I think Z-Way was way better, though. I lo- Z-Way, I loved Z-Way. I want to cruise bomb for Z-Way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Z-Way, Z-Way didn't act was uninformed, sub- was but she substance. still had the, uh, I don't know what you would call that, nature. I don't know. Like the dry, dry passive yeah, I, don't want, I don't want to say a-hole, because I, I, don't, I don't think they were there. Like a dry human I type loved of thing. her. I, I was so sad when she got canceled. The sarcasm, I would call it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Z-Way was a cool character like that. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was interesting, though, that, uh, when the conversation um, turned on if this could be done the other way around. Now we are going to... One more rapid. Yeah, we come when we come back. All right, we'll, when we come back, we'll do uh, Memphis Bleak. He was supposed to be in Drumline. All right, so we'll get into that next. Don't move. Lauren LaRosa here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mix is up next. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here. She had one story she wanted to do that we couldn't get to, uh, which is a very interesting story. You want to jump into it right now? Yes. Um. So Memphis Bleak, uh, he was talking to Nori um, and talking to Nori on Drink Champs and he disclosed the fact that he had got he kind of got into acting but they tried to push him more into it so he was talking about the fact that he was actually supposed to be on Drumline he was supposed to play Nick Cannon's character get the hell out of here he really? said yeah he said that they were going to put him in acting classes his manager were going to put him in acting classes and everything but he felt like it would take away from his like rap persona like how am I going to be a drummer and then go back to the hood and tell you know the homies like this is how we getting money now so he backed away and that was one thing he regrets. I love Bleak, but I I can't see Bleak playing that role. Uh, that's why it's called acting. You but idiot. still, I mean, there's certain people you can see in that role. I just can't see Bleak. Don't I you? could easily see Bleak in that role. Can you? He's an actor. It's acting. I could see anybody in any role if they're acting. And I think Bleak should have took that opportunity. That was a huge. Yes, like what? I mean, in world? a lot of ways, that put Nick Cannon on the map. He said yeah. that. He said, now Nick Cannon is where he is, and I stuck with rapping. He said that him and Nick Cannon actually had the same manager. At some point, and Nick Cannon was trying so hard to be a rapper, and they were trying to push him into acting. So it was kind of funny to see, you know. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, what's the moral of that story? The moral of the story is uh, you should get out of your comfort zone. Take a chance. That's when you really find true success. That's when you really try find, you know, what you're really supposed to be doing when you get out of your comfort zone. Okay. That's All what right. I would. I would have got out my comfort zone. Love that. I just think during that time, as big as Rock was, it was all persona. I just I don't I don't know how it would have worked. But that's why he said he didn't do it. Yeah, he said that he was afraid that it was going to go against that persona. Which also to me too is is like I mean you really from that like the persona is still there because it's your real life. But Bleak is such a street rapper. I don't know if his fans back then would have seen Bleak the street rapper doing. It's called acting. But I don't I don't think people would have seen that. And. We're forgetting the biggest thing about that whole story. Wow. Leek said he regrets it. Yep. Yes, he does. He regrets he did. not yep. doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. 
Lauren LaRosa is our guest host today, and it's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Well, first of all, Lauren, give them your Twitters and everything so they can at you all day and tell you how you um how Dr. Umar is disappointed in you. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> You guys can find me at Lauren LaRosa, L-O-R-E-N-L-O-R-O-S-A, and Brown Girl Grinding, which is my brand that is a very safe space, all things black women, but we, you know, we buy black women for the world. And it's common spelling, Brown Girl Grinding. And make sure you check out the Brown Girl Grinding podcast as well. Everywhere you get your podcast. I always say, if you don't agree with some of the stuff I said, make sure you at me. So y'all have been doing it. And I am staying off Instagram for about two days. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I want to tell everybody, make sure you go to mentalwealthexpo.com to get more information on my third annual Mental Wealth Expo, which is happening October 7th at the Marriott Marquis Times Square from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It is a free event. I bring together some, you know, great therapists and psychiatrists and mental health experts and mental health advocates for a day of mental health education and healing. All right. So if you're looking to get started on your healing journey, Saturday, October 7th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Marriott Marquis Times Square, my third annual Mental Wealth Expo. It is a free event. Go to mentalwealthexpo.com for more information. Now, the positive note is simply this. People that introduce you to new ways of thinking and new ways of seeing life are so important. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 
24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.